What is going on? Grinders, it's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em. We are almost at the weekend. It is Friday. This is the last day of the week. It is July 28, 2023. Folks, excited to be here. I am elated because if you didn't know, we're almost about to close this month out. We have a couple more days left in the month uh, to help you continuously push that bankroll higher and higher. And so I am thrilled uh, to be here with all of you beautiful people. Thanks so much for everyone for joining, for listening, for taking time out of your schedule to listen to this content, whether you listen to it live, whether you listen to it on on the replay on YouTube, whether you listen to it on the podcast stream. Uh, I'm grateful. The company's grateful. We thank you uh, because uh, you don't have to listen, but you do take time to come out and hear your friendly neighborhood chief talk about a few plays on the slate. So thanks so much, everyone. And uh, we're going to hop right in. Of course, it is winning words of wisdom. And this one is coming from Zosabini Tunzi. And here's what he says. Jeff, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us, Jeff. Always salute my brother. Here's what he says. I believe that every single person was brought into this world for a purpose and that we should never leave the world as we found it. We should always strive to make a positive change. And so this week, for whatever reason, man, Mike, good morning, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Mike Gaines out in the prop shop. Thank you, Mike, for coming in. Uh, we should always try to leave the world better than we found it, whether that be impacting someone else's life, whether that be impacting the environment. Uh, we should always find ways to be positive. There's so many negative things that go on in this world. When you watch the news, you don't see a whole lot of positives on the news unless it's like a squirrel on skis or something like that. But they don't really show the, the, the humanity in a positive light. And you wonder why so many bad things are happening all the time. There's, all, there's a promotion of negativity. People want to be better than you. They want to put you down. They, wanna, they, they know more than you. Trust me, folks, we can have a much better society if we all work, to be, work together on all sides, on all fronts at your job, in, in your own home, uh, out in the community. Let's just continue to work together. If you can be that one small light, you can make a difference. So let's leave the world. Let's leave your space. Whatever influence you have in whatever area, leave it better than you found it. All right, folks, here we go. We're going to go over our recap. And uh, it has been a really, really, really good month. If you were able to catch Yesterday's festivities, uh, we were we were sweating out uh, Pete Alonzo in that in the eighth inning. Pete Alonzo got that run. Mr. Mark Connor, thank you, sir, for the sack fly. Pete Alonzo was able to come home, and we got the sweep, folks. We got a sweep yesterday. We're so excited about that. So, if you've been following along for the month, 29, 17. And one, yesterday, we wanted Otani, more than seven and a half strikeouts. We were able to get that one. We wanted Alonzo, really loved him yesterday at seven and a half fantasy points. We got that one. And we had Bellinger at seven and a half fantasy points as well. We got that one. So we got the sweep. Folks, I'd be ecstatic if we could get another sweep yet again today. Uh, so what we're going to do today, 
uh, as we're going to go ahead. We're going to try to get our plays going. And uh, if anyone has any questions, please, please, please hop in. Jared says, I was sweating the Shohei over strikeout. Jared, you, me, the whole prop shop, at least everyone that was on it, I was sweating as well. Believe it or not, folks, Otani had six strikeouts through four innings. He got two strikeouts the next five innings. Doesn't matter. We were able to get what we needed to continue to push forward and win the whole sleep. All right, so we're going to pull this thing up. And this one is going to be across the board. You should be able to get these on both sites. So we're going to start this thing off. We're going to kick it off. We're going to Pittsburgh where Zach Wheeler is in town. Zach Wheeler's in town, folks, and he's facing the Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, let me go ahead and get the share screen going for those of you that are uh, that are listening and, and, and won't see the screen. As you know, I will discuss the statistics and my angle for you verbally. Uh, and not just allow the pretty green and reds to show. So here we go. We've got Zach Wheeler. He's facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, as I said. And one of the things that I like about Zach Wheeler is that he hasn't been walking a lot of bats. And when I look at the Pittsburgh Pirates, what I'm starting to see here with this team is even though Sawinski has a 60% walk rate, I'm not expecting Zach Wheeler to be walking him. He's got a 29% K rate. Brian Reynolds at 9.3, McCutcheon at 15.9, but the K rates are reasonable. Uh, G-Man Choi, 2% walk rate, 32% K rate. Henry Davis, 15% K rate, 10% walk rate. He looks okay. Andy Rodriguez, limited plate appearances, no walks, 15% K rate. Triolo, 29% K rate, 7% walk rate. Gonzalez, 21% K rate, 3% walk rate. On the season, we've seen Zach Wheel at 4.6%, 5.8% to lefties, 3.4% to righties. Over the past 30 days, he's still at 5%, 7.8% to lefties, 3.2% to righties. What I like to do is one of the things that, that is a driving force for me with the with the walks factor is the matchup, right? And so this is a matchup where Zach Wheeler has the ability to come out and be dominant. Uh, this isn't a matchup where I feel like he has bats that he has to pitch around, right? This, this seems to be a matchup, at least from my perspective, where he can come in and he can attack right out of the gate. So at one and a half walks, I really like this proposition. When we look at what Zach Willis throwing, he's going to be throwing a whole lot of fastball, okay? That fastball is around 97 miles an hour. One of the differences in the plate IQ is I can't see the breakdown of the uh, of the velocity for the potential, potential bats. But after that, we got a little bit of sinker, which should keep the ball on the ground. And then we've got a little bit of curveball here from, from Zach Wheeler as well. Excuse me, not the knuckle curve. Let's go to a traditional curve. So yes, so they haven't seen it a lot, but not a lot, of, not a lot of walks on that pitch in terms of uh, the slider. Not a lot of walks in terms of the uh, sinker. Here we go. Couple guys that have nice walk rates, but all in all, I think this is an attackable matchup for Zach Wheeler. So I really like him. Uh, I, I think pitchers have a different mindset when they're coming in facing the Detroit Tigers, as an example, versus the Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves. I think pitchers have slight, a slightly different game plan. And I think the game plan tonight is going to be to attack this lineup, try and keep the ball on the ground, and get out of dodge. Uh, so I really like Zach Wheeler. That's one and a half walks for Zach Wheeler. I like less than that projection. All right, folks, we're going out to Texas. And uh, we're going to be utilizing Joe Musgrove. Now, guess what, folks? Don't look now. We're going to stay in the same vein. This is going to be another walks prop. 
I'm attacking walks. I think I think the walk props look really good on the sites today. I think they've given us some opportunities, especially for guys like Musgrove and Wheeler. We don't usually get guys that don't walk a lot of guys a lot. A lot of times the board is kind of uh, mix and match with some of those with some of those opportunities. But I think we've got some good opportunities today in the walks category. We're going to attack two of these. So uh, Joe Musgrove, we've got him at one and a half walks. We want less than that. Projection. When I look at Musgrove, 4.8% of the season, 4% to lefties, 5.7% to righties. Past 30 days, he's at 3%, 1.8% to lefties, 4.8% to righties. And when we look at this lineup, uh, we know that they are missing Corey Seager. They've got Jay Kowski, they've got Lowe, but Musgrove is a guy that's going to continue to attack the strike zone as well. He's not a guy that's typically going to be erratic. He's not a guy that's going to typically be all over the place. And so when guys like to attack the strike zone, these are guys I want to get involved with. Joe Musgrove definitely fits the bill. When we look at what Joe Musgrove was throwing, curveball, fastball, cutter, slider. Uh, and when we look at what we're seeing here with the cutter, uh, we've got some guys here in the middle, low in a dollars, where they have nice walk rates along with Jankowski, uh, low strikeout rates as well. But I also understand that Musgrove is a guy that's not going to get erratic. When we look at the curveball, what are we going to see? Not a lot of walks, right? Not a lot of walks and a, and a whole lot of cave. When we look at the fastball, which is going to be, uh, you know, a pitch that this team sees often, we do have some walk. But once again, I'm leaning on the shoulders of Joe Musgrove here. Remember that walk rate. He's, he's around 4% on the season, 3%, around 3% on the past 30 days. Then we got a little bit of slider. We will see teams have upticks in strikeouts with sliders, as you can see. Not a lot of walks on that pitch as well. So one of the things that I think Joe Musgrove has a really good pitch mix, and with Corey Seager out of this lineup, outside of Marcus Simeon and Adalas Garcia, not a lot of name value. Once again, I think this is an, is an attackable spot for Joe Musgrove. I think the game plan is going to be, be to come out and attack this team. We've seen Joe Musgrove get this done against all types of offenses, really like where he is right now. And so let's hope once again he comes out and is the dominant Joe Musgrove that we like to see in terms of the walks, really hammering his own, making sure he sticks to his routine, not getting erratic. So like Joe Musgrove here, I think this is a good uh, spot for him to attack. All right, next up on the list. This one, this one is going to be uh, more of a, a, a prize picks only. Let's call this one a prize picks only, okay? And it's actually a combo pitcher prop, and it's sunny great. So what happens is we've got this matchup of Kansas City and Minnesota, and so I think you guys should have known. When the Minnesota Twins are on the slate, I want to continue to attack. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to get it every time. When the Kansas City Royals are on the slate, I want to attack. That doesn't mean we're going to get it every time. But what we did get is a nice combo prop for Sonny Gray and Mr. Singer. And it's at 10 flat, okay, 10 flat. So both get five, we get a push. I think we can get this one, folks. I think get 10 strikeouts flat for both pitchers. I think one can get six, one can get five, one can get seven, one can get four. I think there are going to be opportunities here. So we've seen Kansas City, uh, as the season has gone along, the strikeouts have really, really, really picked up for this team. With Minnesota, we've seen strikeouts galore pretty much the whole season with this team. We've got Brady Singer coming off a nice performance against the Yankees, has had some other okay performances as well. And then we've got uh, uh, Sonny Gray, who's going to be facing Kansas City combined. So the, the Kansas City Royals have a combined K rate of 23.9% for 
their particular lineup. And the and the Minnesota Twins have a 26% combined K rate for their particular lineup. Both guys are sitting at five strikeouts flat across the across the industry. One prize pitch, though. We have the combined strikeout prop of 10. I feel like that one may be a little bit more, <clears throat> excuse me, advantageous for us today because I definitely think both of these guys have the possibility to get there. But if one gets six, one gets five, we avoid a push. And that's really what I'm trying to avoid. Now, I understand if both get five, we still get the push. I want to try my best to avoid that today. I think this is a good strikeout opportunity for both sides. When we look at Singer, on the season, he's only at 18%, 19% to lefty, 17% to righties. And then on the, over the past 30 days, 18%, 50%, 23% to righties. Have seen an uptick to righties. He is going to see some lefties today as well. Not walking a lot of guys over the past 30 days. And hope what I'm hoping is that we can get a performance from Singer that's comparable to that Yankees performance. Five to six strikeouts, and I think we're looking good. We're going to move over to Kansas City. We're going to see something similar for Sonny Gray, where Sonny Gray's sitting at a 23% uh, K rate on the season, 18% to lefties, 27% to righties. He will see some lefties today, but he's going to have a good mix. Over the past 30 days, 20% K rate, 22% to lefties, 20, 17%, excuse me, to righties. He is walking backs uh, a lot more over the past 30 days than what we've seen over the season in general by about a percent or so. But once again, as the season goes along, I want to continue to attack what I like to call premium strikeout matchups. Doesn't mean we're going to get it every time, and I understand that. But if you continuously attack the Minnesota Twins, you're going to come out ahead on the season, or at least this season. If you continuously attack the Kansas City Royals with strikeout opportunity, you're going to come out ahead, I think, in my opinion, by the end of the season. And so when we get strikeout opportunities against these types of teams, I want to take advantage of them. Once again, this one is going to be price weeks only. We've got a combined strikeout prop of 10. We want more than that projection. All right, folks, let's go over our recap, and we will get you guys out of here. So at the top of the show, we had Zach Wheeler. He's at one and a half walks. We want less than that projection. Next up on the docket, we've got Joe Musgrove at one and a half walks. We want less than that projection. And this one's going to be prize picks only. We've got a combined strikeout prop of 10 flat for Brady Singer, Sonny Gray. We want more than that projection. Folks, thanks so much for joining me this week. I'm Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep. And I'll see you back here next week to close out the month.